Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check, 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 check. We live. We live, y'all. We back. This is episode 10-something. Man, you're not going to get me caught up in the yeah. what episode. This is, is another game. episode <laughs> of the Matt Mania podcast. Lead Booker Megaran is on tour doing what he does. Uh, T. Call is in the building. Yep, yep. What's up? I am Rock Knowledge. We have a very special guest in the building tonight. This gentleman currently has the city of Phoenix in an uproar again. Seems to be a pattern with him. He finds a way to do it every year. He does. He, uh, nobody. <laughs> yesterday there was a billboard that was throughout the city of Phoenix that says, Power doesn't care about Arizona hip-hop. There's multiple billboards in the campaign. That's just one of them. One I found out seven. there was like 10. That's what I was There's trying to 10 tell locations. Today. There's 10 locations and there are seven billboards in the campaign. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the man you are hearing right now is none other than the founder of Respect the Underground, the man behind the Arizona Hip Hop Festival. He's been in the Arizona hip hop scene a little bit longer than me. I'm a vampire. Represents Cutthroat Logic. Would you would you say you're the founder or the co-founder of um, Hip Hop Day? I am the founder. Because I know you went in on that wit. I'm the baby daddy. He's, a, he's, he's a father. Happy. He's the father. Yeah, I am, I am, <laughs> he's the father. I am the father. He's the father. <laughs> Yeah, my DNA would uh, match up perfectly. Wow. So if, if you went to Maury, you would come back that yeah. you are the father? I wouldn't be surprised either. I'd yeah. just, just go for my little check in the free plane <laughs> ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Maney is very happy to welcome a great friend of mine, a brother. Hey. Um, Cutthroat Logic's own Justice. CTFTAF and his bitch ho. All day. I ain't cussing that, huh? All day. Yeah. We talk freely up in this bitch. Fuck power. I know Jesus is a faggot. Wow. Oh, hey, let's get right to the shits. Let's get right to the shits then. So, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about. What's up with the hoodies, man? Uh, this is like a prototype. Everyone always drops the ball on the merch game with the festival. We always get fucked. So, this is like one of three. Okay. And it's Just... too small, but I still wear it because it's one of three. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about it, man. I was, uh, I forgot where I was at, and I was scrolling through social media, and I see a post. It's, it's a picture of you. With a giant billboard behind you that says, you know, power doesn't care about Arizona hip hop. It looked very similar to the Power 98 logo with the yeah, yellow circle, which, is, which was the point. It's a logo. Um, do me a favor. Break down the thought process and the reasoning behind the billboards. Um, I mean, fuck it if we're really going to get into it. Yeah. So. The floor is yours, man. Let them know. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was I was honestly like reserved on whether or not I was even going to tell anybody why I did it. I just did it because I can do whatever the fuck I want, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's a free world. It's a free world. 
And for those who forgot, it's still cutthroat in this bitch. So, you know, it's always going to be cutthroat. And that's just the mentality that we're always going to have when it comes to this music game. Um, because that's just the way it is, man. It's not that we want to be that way. It's that the way it's, that I'm a savage because I've been in this game for years. It made me an animal. No, I mean, I you mean, know, I, and, uh, I've been around since you had the idea of Respect the Underground. I remember when you were telling me you had your whiteboard and you're telling me what you were going to do. And I didn't doubt you one bit because I've, I've come to realize that whenever Justice says he's going to do something, he generally There's a delivers. 98% chance he, he's going to happen. He's going to deliver, and more cha- more times than not, he's going to de- over deliver, and it's going to be bigger than what he anticipated. So, like, I got this idea, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I'm just. We're at a point in, in the career of the company and, and myself as a man. I mean, I'm almost fucking 40 years old. We all are. And I've been in the game almost 20 years. That hey. I, I just wanted to draw the line in the sand. I'm tired of we playing politics, I'm tired of riding the fence. You know, like, like, ultimately, uh, we'll go back to the origin. So, like, I've always petitioned for terrestrial radio to support the community. Absolutely. And uh, there was a period in time, uh, 2008-2007-ish, when Carly Hustle was program director. They mm-hmm. ran a street heat of the week. And they would run a local record four times a day, five yeah, times a day. It was, was a thing. It was, it was a beautiful time to be in a part of Arizona. Yeah, that hip-hop. was the thing because that was back in the in the heyday when AZ Beats was popping. When everybody got a yeah. deal, you had Willie's deal, you had all the Hot deals. Rod. So there was a yeah. period yeah. when Power um, cared, and then Carly left. They changed program directors. You know, and a lot of these young guys don't really know about all this. No, they wouldn't. No, they they don't care because social media wasn't there to document it. No, and and also it's like you got a new batch, a new crop of rappers coming out every day. Correct. And then you know they think that they're doing so much, and they think, and then they shit on Arizona because they're like, oh, AZ's trash or AZ's not this and that. Like y'all was still doing homework, <laughs> or you know, you were itching my dad in your daddy's nutsack when I was fucking impregnating your sister. So shut the fuck up is when, what I got to tell when them. When deals were running around the city, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just. I'm just tenured and I, I demand respect because I've earned it. I've never done nobody dirty. Um, and anyone, my jeweler told me when he made me my chain, he goes, you know, I pulled your files before I come to do business with you because, you know, this is a big order and I, I wasn't going to make you no chain without pulling your files. And I'm like, I'll pay you up front. And he was like, I know. He's like, I pulled your files. You've been in the game 20 years. And any man who's been in any industry, I don't care if you sell cars, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're in real estate, I don't care if you run a pawn shop. If you've owned a business for 20 years, you're a stand-up fucking dude. And you just said that you're tenured, but in your tenure, you also get that Arizona seems like a place that don't respect resumes. No, they don't. People, they, no, it is what you make it. The people, people who build. respect it are the people who ha- also have a resume. The people who don't respect resumes don't have a resume. There you go. So, I mean, God bless them. I wish them the best. You're going to learn. I did. Um, so, ultimately, the... Uh, what happened was we uh, we were always petitioning for terrestrial radio to support Arizona hip hop, and I came to Power uh, with a request. I said, "Listen, we have the third. Excuse me. I think it was the second. Yeah, three years ago. So this is the second hip hop festival." I asked them kindly. I said, "Listen, I got a check for you. I ain't asking for no fucking handouts. I don't want your commercials." I see no value in terrestrial radio commercials. They're they're bullshit. Yeah. No yeah. one no one listens to commercials in the car. No one listens to commercials on the radio. It's just not a thing. You but don't no. do it. I never have. That is never background will. noise. The only time I listen to commercials is when I've purchased an ad campaign and I'm auditing whoever I purchased it through. You know when I listen is when I hear Squeak's voice. 
because I hear Squeak all the time. I love Squeak. Shout out to Squeak. Shout out to Squeak. The first <laughs> um, Matlocks and Squeak Friday Night yeah, Flavors man. Power ninety two point three, the real power. Yeah, but that, like he's saying, you know, when you listen to the radio and a commercial come on, you changing the station. Yeah, I mean that's community. My ADD will not allow me to sit through a commercial. Yeah. You kidding me? But um, that's so if you're even listening to the radio while you're in the car. Which is not even common <laughs> anymore anyway. So back to it. Um, I petitioned them and I requested that I don't need your commercials. I would like to do something special for the community. I want to take the top 30 artists of this year. And I want to do what's called the Power 30 for 30. I remember that. I yeah. want to drop an artist every single day for the month leading up to the festival. That's dope. I want to do a drop in, in, in studio with them on your social media. Allow me to put some bread behind the boost. Let me let me do the boost right. Let mm-hmm. me mark it correctly because yeah. their their social media game is trash. Yeah, their Facebook. Um, when we purchased this campaign, we went and looked at the back end of their analytics. First off, their books are cooked. All their numbers are fake. Their fucking Facebook page has three hundred thirty-seven thousand likes. Three hundred thirty-six thousand of them live in like Bangladesh and Indonesia. <laughs> so suck my fucking dick. Your numbers are fake. Back to it. Um, I said I would like to play one local record per day for said artists that we're highlighting. It's got to happen at a specific time, yeah, so I can too. so I can rally the troops yeah. of said artist network. For instance, D Mac Deluxe, rest in peace. Bougie, Rico Bands, uh, Stevie Hardy, J Rob the Chief, whoever these artists were that we had selected at the time. Yeah. It only happened on time once. And when I say on time, I mean within like 10 minutes of when it was supposed to happen. Some days it didn't happen at all. Some days it was like two to three hours off. Which is really funny. Which fucked the whole campaign. Which is funny because if you really know radio, everything's like based on clocks. So they all know when they have to. That's traffic control. They They all know. Traffic control. Yeah, they all know. So we need to talk. Shit is on their board in there. It says every hour or every 15 minutes, you're supposed to shout this out. You're supposed to do this for whatever. Correct, correct. So, like, I became very fond of Mikey Fuentes because he was kind to me and he was warm. And I would go in there and we would laugh and crack jokes and I cut him a $5,000 check. Now, I know $5,000 is not a large amount of money for an ad campaign from arguably the most successful terrestrial radio hip-hop station in the Valley. I know yeah. I know it's love. I know that's a love campaign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I asked for no ad space. I asked for them to run a one-minute snippet of the song each day to highlight the festival. They didn't do it. They took my money, did it move, and gave me a bunch of excuses, said sorry. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. It is what it is. That was very lackluster. Thanks for uh, getting me, but you know we'll keep it moving because I was still in in good terms Damn. with Tino Cochino and Mad Rich, who are my my, my friends. Shout out to Mad like, yeah. Rich. Shout out to Mad Rich. Rich is cut Always. from another fabric. Rich is a part of the community and he cares. Rich's family. Unfortunately, Rich has bosses to answer to and, and he can't play the records he wishes he could. So yeah. I'm not I'm not throwing no shade at Rich. Absolutely not. Um, and I'm not throwing no shade at, at, at Ground Zero whatsoever. It's a beautiful thing. It's better than nothing. But when Tino stepped down, they brought in this little douchebag that gets paid 12 bucks an hour and works at AutoZone during the day to fucking uh, run a seat that is, in my opinion, coveted. Like, you you the one that's going to take the helm on this. You're, you're following the footsteps of Matlocks and Sweet Boogie and Friday Night Flavors. You're following in the footsteps of Bootleg Kev and Ramses Jaw on Ready Set Radio. Yes, you're following the Pulse and Yaya Martinez. You're following all these legendary, like, Local highlight shows. Hey, there's a lineage of, and of, and a yeah. lineage. It's a legacy. Mm-hmm. 
And you got to respect that legacy. And they used to play nothing but motherfucking local records. And this dickhead gets on, and now they play, what, five, six local records if we're lucky? Yeah. Four of them are the same every week. Yeah. They interview one artist for maybe six minutes, and they rush them out of their interview. So I'm, I'm, I'm still holding my tongue. Yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's cool. It's better than nothing. Like, let Jesus get his shine, because he's a good dude. Ultimately, he just wants to make it like everybody else, and I'm not mad at him. Yeah. So. But it's we, the difference between making it off your own. You know, and making it off the backs of other people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to call it with him. It's, it's, it's not even my place. I don't know him like that. So, next order of business is we come back around, and I get a contract for what we called AZ Summer Jam. We brought out Rick Ross. I was there, and this was the biggest concert of my career. Like I put 150 bands on the line. My investor at the time insisted on terrestrial radio ads, and I tell him, I said, "Listen, big homie, this ain't the move. Not like either. fuck them. Yeah. We don't need them. Let's spend this 10 bands." On something else. Anything else. I'm not spending money with power. It's fucking bullshit. I work for the beat. I'm on staff at the beat. I'm running their social media. I'm going to get so much goddamn engagement and juice out of running the social media campaign. That if we put this 10 bands behind that, we're going we're gonna to do numbers. Fuck power. He insisted on it. I said, fine. Let's go. I holler at, uh, at the three wise men. I holler at Todd, Dion, and Mikey. I'm like, yo, what's up? I got bread. Let's work. I go in and sit down. I said, listen, gentlemen, I'm extremely frustrated. I don't want to be here. I don't want to cut you this check. But I have an investor that wants me to. And I don't want to get fucked because I feel like you're going to fuck me out of his 10 bands. Yeah. So, and I told him why I was upset. And he was like, that happened? That's illegal. That shouldn't have happened to you. Let's make that right. Mikey, I quote. So I'm like, all right, cool. We cut him a check for 10 bands. These motherfuckers give me a goddamn D grade ad campaign and they run my motherfucking ads overnight oh, powers and they wouldn't trash. they wouldn't even give away my tickets and my investor was so upset that when they said hey can we get those uh 200 cop tickets you're talking like six thousand dollars in tickets yeah, yeah. right ten thousand dollars in tickets no they were fifty dollars tickets so that's ten bands in tickets i said i said no you can't have your tickets Send me the will call list for the names of people that won them, and I'd be happy for them to pick them up at will call. They sent me 12 motherfucking names. Six people showed up. They didn't even give away my motherfucking tickets. So why were they asking for them? What were they going to do with them? Just give them to staff? Of course. So it was in the contract. It was in the contract that they were required to give away 100 pairs of tickets over the six-week campaign. Right? I paid for six weeks because I was up against... The fight of my life. They dropped Mayweather McGregor the same day. And I knew that I, I we should have moved the concert back months. It was my pride that didn't allow me to pull the plug. I should have pulled the plug. It was a very expensive lesson learned. And my pride didn't let me. So I just paid Ross another 10 bands. And we moved it to Friday instead of Saturday. Okay. Because we thought that would salvage the show. We sold 430 tickets in the first 48 hours the show was on sale. As soon as they announced the fight, our tickets froze. We didn't sell but three tickets after they announced the fight because the whole world was well, focused on, on McGregor and Mayweather, of which we were like, okay, cool. Let's just throw the fight at the concert. Make the move. They wanted $75,000 to air the fight at Comerica. Oh, yeah, because you got to pay for, for like every seat. seat. Yep, you and not block. even if we sold them, right. every possible ticket. Yeah. Available, so we're like, all right, fuck it, That's we're gonna move. It. We're gonna move show. it to Friday. That would have been a power move, though. Yeah, it would have been. You got a fight and then a Ross concert right after. Right. That's a hell of a night out. I mean, that's like being at the fight, though. They have. Well, yeah, we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna purchase a, a fifty foot tall LED wall. Oh man, 
and we were gonna do it do the most but instead we just moved the fight i'll take it i'll, I'll, I'll puff on that mm? well, we yeah, were just gonna move the fight to uh bar smith and we'll just watch it the next day yeah it makes sense so they fucked me on my 10 bands i look at my investor i'm like i told you so but we just lost 131,000, so I'm not going to cry about a fucking ad campaign. I told you so. Like, I learned a hard lesson. He learned a hard lesson. Fuck it. So I'm still not hating. I'm like, lesson learned. I'm just never going to purchase ads again. This is grown justice because young justice probably would have been Bricks. on the warp. Oh, yeah. Bricks. Yeah. Bricks. Tires have been slashed. We the baseball batted the windows. I might have lit something on fire. Like, yeah. I'd have been, the, an, I'd have been justice. Yeah, I'd have been an angry little dude. And uh, ultimately, I'm like really hurt and upset about this. And it was because I had to take an L. I took a, I took the biggest L of my career. Thank you, Teak. So, fast forward a year. <coughs> I got a single with Master P. And uh, my little homie, Bag of Tricks Cat, my little brother is beefing with this knucklehead. And I hit Rich on the jack. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna come uh, bring bottles, to Mad Rich, because we did the, he did the Drake. Yeah. And so we brought bottles of champagne to Rich at the station, because Rich is family. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus is interviewing me about this record with Master P. And he's being a fucking weirdo. Like he doesn't want to talk to me. He's scratching some like open wound on his elbow. Oh wow. And he's like, like kind of being like a like a tweaker, like a spaz. And everybody in the room is like, yo, what's up with this dude? Why is he being such a weirdo? Yeah. I think nothing of it. I'm like, cool, whatever. We leave. And uh fucking I just something something's up. I'm like, I'm like, this dude don't like me, whatever, I don't care. Down the road, I have artists going up to do interviews at Ground Zero. And we had an artist go up about three or four months ago. His name is Denzel Davis. This young man came through the circuit. He's a part of the Arizona hip hop community. He got a goddamn heart of gold. And he's 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 a good dude. Well, he was up there promoting his album release party that he was doing with us. Right. I know who he is. And he saw, uh, he brought Jesus tickets. He had the tickets with the RTU on the stub. And Jesus looks down at his tickets. He was like, why do you do these shows? And Denzel is like, this is my album release. It's, it's the biggest deal of my life. It's like a big deal to me. And he was like, those shows are, I just don't see the point. <clears throat> and, and Denzel is like legitimately upset about this he's like what you mean you don't see the point he's like why do why do local rappers do local shows i don't understand why they do respect the underground show <laughs> respect the underground out there selling people a dream what else is a local rapper supposed to do you just say why how do, do you build your brand local shows why would how do you build your brand how do you artist development how do you how well, do you exactly, generate any revenue and build you, a network you give artists an opportunity who haven't even done a show before it's that's open saying, door policy. Yes, no, we saying, have we have events on every tier level. I'm saying that same artist wouldn't be able to open up for said artist when they come into town. So they got to build Indeed. credibility somewhere. Correct. You can't. It's like it's like the gift and the, the chicken, which came first, chicken or the egg. You go to get a job. First time you go to get a job, you learn a real hard lesson. Do you have you experience? No job experience? How do I get experience at this fucking job if you won't give me the job? Yes, sir. So Facts. He, so so he he starts hating on my platform and me as a person. To this gentleman who I'm throwing his album release party. To the point where he walks out of this interview and calls me like, yo, just whoop-de-whoop. And I'm like, say word? Okay. So I make the call. And I call his people. And I'm like, yo, I want to run the fade. Like, I'm hot right now. Like, I'm going to pull up to the station and just run the fade. And my guy's like, nah, man. It's cool. I'll talk to him. So I cool off because I'm a grown-ass fucking man with five kids. I will, I will, I will, I will fucking knock the soul out of a motherfucker. 
Nah, let's. No, it's okay. Everybody gonna hear about it. This is the first time that you don't went in depth about this. Yeah, right? I've never told the story. So, so I really, I'm really like offended, and uh, I fall back because that's not me anymore. I'm, I'm cool. I'm fucking cool. <clears throat> so, he continues to slander the platform to artists when they promote their events. See, I didn't know that. I don't pay attention to. But he's not Much. on no direct <laughs> shit. It's also passive aggressive bitch uh, shit. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You wouldn't know unless you were said artist who was there. Right. Yeah, correct. You know? And he does it off air. Exactly during wow. the, during while they're playing the songs when correct. he's just clown he's shoes. Just clown shoes. Correct. It's just correct. the casual talk. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm like, all right, whatever. I see him every Friday, hosting downstairs because I'm upstairs doing my events. So I'll come down and be like, yo, you want to come up and check this out? Nah, he don't want to come up. I'm like, you don't want to walk up a flight of stairs right. to see what's popping in the city right now. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, I bet. Yeah. So my album comes out. I'm getting ready to drop. Rich hits me like, yo, we're going to have you come up. I'm like, bet. He hits me back. Yo, we can't have you come. Jesus ain't fucking with you. Jules said no. Damn. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, they're not going to interview you because of what you said online. Because I told Jesus on a, on a thread, I was like, bro, you 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 represent the community and you're out of touch with the community that you represent. Damn, so now you're getting blackballed? I'm not. I'm cool with that. Like, in, in my opinion, I'm doing Ground Zero a favor. Like, I'm cool. I don't need an interview. Like, I'm, my number is going to do what my number is going to do. This isn't going to benefit me whatsoever. Like, you playing my interview at midnight on fucking power when you got no juice. Jesus got no juice. He got... No followers. Nobody knows his name. You you, you hate on him and like I'm, so it's not it's not really a Jesus thing. It's not a Mikey Fuentes thing. This is a fuck power as a conglomerate. This is a fuck bad boy and their staff <laughs> and their artists and everybody affiliated with them. If they're friends with them, then fuck them too, because I'm drawing the line in the sand. Yo, you you're playing with me. You're playing with my livelihood. And when they wouldn't interview me, I said, all right, bet. So I went to the club and I went downstairs and I, I seen him in the kitchen and I'm like, hey, player, come here, let's talk. Did I do something to offend you? As a man, let's have a conversation. And this man won't look me in the eyes. It's me and him in the kitchen, Dolo. Mm -hmm. He won't look me in the eyes and he said, yeah, you pissed me off what you said online. I'm like, what did I say? He said, you said I was out of touch. I said, sir, I'm sorry, you are. How old is this kid? Do you even know? He's our age. Is he really? I would, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume he's our age within He's five almost or 40? Ten years. He's got to be. He's like he 25, 30. Okay. I don't know. I, I I say our age. I forget. I, I'm just trying I'm to fucking yeah, ancient, right? I'm just trying to gauge his. But so his, and I'm his, being his. hella respectful. My hands are behind my back. Yeah, I'm, I'm soft spoken. I haven't drank all night. I haven't smoked. I knew what I was doing. I'm coming to talk to you. I pull him to the side, and he says, "Yeah." I said, "Well, I'm sorry I offended you, but you know, like, are you really telling artists that you think my shows are corny and they shouldn't do shows?" He was like, "I don't think artists should do shows." Period. And I'm like, "Hold up, why?" And he goes, "Because it's the internet now." You just throw darts at a board, and if something sticks, you win and blow up. And I look at him. Damn, homie is out of touch. And I'm like, bruh, how are you going to practice your live performance? How are you going to build your network within the city? How are you going to get your buzz up on the block? Does he not realize that, like, doing shows is how you... Internet numbers are <clears throat> fucking bullshit, man. You're not going to make money with your music. You're going to make money doing shows and touring. Performing, touring, and merchandise. The way you exactly. prepare for that is Mainstream by fucking running the circuit. tour and stay on the road. GEZ has come yeah. to the city the, four times this year. For the majority of their year. So. Drake has already come once. Drake comes once a year. GEZ's come four times. Like these yeah. guys, I don't care what level you're on. 
It's because they're making that tour so money. It's people money. don't like me because I make motherfuckers <clears throat> sell tickets. Well, guess what, bitch? If you're on Polestar, your market value is 50% of your general ticket admission average. Madonna makes a million dollars a show because she averages $2 million in ticket sales. And it goes, and that is the number across the board. You want to book me in the Valley? I'm a $2,000 artist. Why? Because I know I can draw $4,000 worth of people. So I'm going to charge you half so you can make the other half and we can break bread. This motherfucker is telling people not to do my event, so I, I pulled him to the side and I asked him about it. He said, yes. He doesn't know why artists should do shows, period. And I was like, okay, bet. You know that's how I feed my family, right? And he just looks at the me. The guy working radio says that artists shouldn't do shows. He's correct. working on a dying platform. Correct, correct. Terrestrial radio will be gone in 10 years. <coughs> it will not I'm exist. Very... It will not exist how we know it. I don't know how it's going to evolve. I know it will convert into something. It's most likely going to be streaming and XM and apps and something. Something's going to happen in radio. Yeah, that's satellite gonna radio is going to evolve more that It's got to be more accessible. Yeah. There's gonna, we're going to bend a corner and someone's going to crack the code, which is going to bring terrestrial ready back into existence, but it's not going to be in the same form that we know it. It'll never be in yeah, that no. form. Well, It'll yeah, be on demand somehow. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So back to it. Yeah. Instead of like being aggressive or being an asshole or, or fucking getting out of line, I, I apologize. So I'm going to say, well, I apologize for offending you. I'm sorry. You have a good day. But, but in, during conversation, mind you, Young Face has just dropped his mixtape. I got 600 motherfuckers from the south side upstairs, crip walking on stage, wilding out. Club is packed shoulder to shoulder. And I'm like, yo, you wanna, have you ever been to one of my events? Would you like to come upstairs? Can I buy you a drink? Nah, I'm cool. I bet. So not only do you not want to poke your head in and see what I'm telling you is true, you don't support performances and tour and, and shows, period. And you just don't like me as a person. So, all right, bet. I'm going to give you a reason to fucking cry then. Instead of knocking you out right now, which is what I want to do, and assaulting you, because I know you're asking a snitch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and I'm going to boss the fuck up and drop my nuts on your chin. And we're going to have a conversation. Like that whole, all of that just sounds confusing. Because if you don't think artists should do shows, and you are the host of a platform that's supposed to be for local artists, do we not go see major artists when they come through and tour? Because what do you think? Not with his logic. Exactly. You would think that, why is that artist here performing? Which doesn't make a whole lot of (laughs) sense with it's like... You think these artists are making these songs just so you can play them on Power 98.3? No, they're making these songs so they can pop and they can tour these and make are money. I'm not, I, when, I say, when I say Power doesn't care about AZ Hip Hop, I'm not calling any one individual out. I'm calling out the last 10 years of behavior. Like, Futuristic was on a song with Great Big World two years ago. He performed on Jimmy fucking Fallon. Seen it. I don't even know who the other group you were either. A uh, pop group. Oh, yeah, the song, the song was big. That's why. It was a big record. And Power didn't run that bitch in rotation four times a fucking hour. You suck, and you don't care about Arizona hip-hop. Example A. Example B. There's an artist in the Valley by the name of Deli Every Day is currently dropping a song a day. Yes, he is. Why is he not on the morning show every morning at 7 a.m. debuting the song he did yesterday? Or breaking songs live. 
He's about to break a world record. He's going to be in the Guinness fucking book of world records. People are blogging about him worldwide. He's not, like, in conversation. J-Rob dropped a hit last year. Definitely had commercial radio potential. It's not in rotation. Yeah, they don't. Dope. There are there are a number of artists that make the sonic quality industry standard music that could potentially be in daytime rotation and help us cultivate the sound that everyone cries we don't have. Yeah. The the the, the identity power could be the the driving force behind scoping and sc- sculpting that identity, but, but they make still, a conscious decision not to, and they have the freedom to choose. Oh yeah, because when you're, when you're still focused on the radio hit. Not the artist. I'm talking about the radio itself. When they're still, when they're looking for a certain song, and like, I could make radio songs, but I don't because what's the point of making radio songs if a song is never going to make it on the radio? That's compromising a sound. What I'm saying is, artists most of the time look for that radio yeah. hit. The reason, but there's no reason to look for a radio hit if you're not going to get radio love. Yes and no. The reason it, it like, I love, I, I like. Making records that appeal to the masses. That's what I do. Like, I'm not concerned with... Like, in my beginning of my career, it was all about bars and, and maintaining integrity of, like, pure hip-hop. But, yeah. Like, like, it's just... It's a travesty that they have the power to, ch- to change the landscape out here and to, like, do some really rad shit for the community. They don't attend events. They don't promote local artists that are top-tier paving the way. Like, I'm not saying... Everyone gets a shot. No, man, you're right about it. Everyone's there's at not least ready. five to ten. Five to artists. ten records a year? You Are, can't break and give a fucking shot to? I'm saying, yeah, five to ten artists. At least Once a month you're throwing getting... a bone to somebody? Doing a concert wrapped around them? Running an ad campaign promoting them? Yeah. Telling me you don't want to make a little money? <clears throat> Fuck out of here. You don't care. You don't care about us. You don't care about me. You don't care about the community. You don't care if anybody ever makes it because it doesn't put any money in your pocket. It's just a job. You got a voice. You got a platform. And power is owned by a conglomerate that if they chose to do so, they could do that. They're not Clear Channel. It's not CBS. They're still. They're not MS either, right? Huh? They're not MS either. No. Yeah. So they are still technically an independent entity. Yeah, they are. With With the power to choose. And they choose not to. With Mikey, Fuentes, Mikey, Mikey Fuentes makes a conscious decision to not support Arizona hip hop. Is he still there? Yes, he is. And he only allows Jesus and Rich to play a few local records in a two-hour window once a week. So On you're telling night. me <clears throat> at a 365 days in a year and 50-plus weekends, you guys only play two hours of local music a month? Word. Thanks for the fucking help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck out of here. You know what I do on Sunday night? I take a fucking shower with my wife. I fuck my bitch and I go to bed and I think about what I'm going to do next week. Like, oh, I'm not oh. fucking listening to the radio. <laughs> right. I'm getting high watching movies. Like, I'm fucking relaxing. Like, I'm not fucking. Fuck out of here, man. Even, even the artist who comes up on that show during that time frame, their fan base is not even like. They might get one or two people that might stay up. And be like, oh, I heard you. But not, the people only, aren't staying up that late just to hear you on the radio. <laughs> and like, and like, if, if, if you're if you're oh Jesus, and you're in a position to where you do have a baby voice, you got a little something. Own it. Take pride in that legacy that you just filled because Tino decided to step down and pop off on his morning show. God bless him. I wish him the best. I can't wait to see him on TV. 
Kids got it. Oh, so Tino used to do Ground Zero? Correct. With and Rich? Young Arizona. Okay. And then he got... Th- oh, because uh, they got rid of Magic, right? No. Or um, Magic Mary- stepped down from Mornings. They, gotcha. brought in, they brought in the Crisco Kid or Cisco Kid, whatever his name in to do Block Party. And Tino had just gone live in the afternoons with the video version. Gotcha. And that shit popped so quick. Yeah. They they flopped them. They gave Tino mornings and they gave Cisco um, afternoons. Oh well, yeah, because mornings and, is one of if Tino, one of if not Tino, the most coveted spots. Yeah, Tino syndicated in in, in thirty different markets. So yeah, because Ground Zero was taken over <coughs> by Ready Jesus. Set. No, yeah. I'm saying like yes, what, correct. Ground Zero spot. took the place of Ready Set yeah. when Ram and, and yeah, that lineage of yeah the show. But that so, came but from. the legacy is Friday Night Flavors all day. The legacy is is what. Like scoped, and that was in an era of terrestrial radio where there was no access to music other than that. So in that era, a two-hour specialty show on a Friday night makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, this was back when you had you. It was hard to even download stuff off the yeah, internet. Remember, Bro, you yeah. were a, you were a gangster if you had CDs burned and yeah, like yeah, yeah. a hard drive. Well, I remember when I was young, just listening to the radio. You remember when they had the the local shows? Like I'm not from here. I'm from Detroit, but in Detroit, like. Battle of the Beats and stuff like that. Hip Hop like, Shop with Rock was I, a show on Magic 107. Man, that's old school. I remember right Magic 107. Having the radio on in the kitchen, washing dishes, listening to the people call in. It was yeah. for bro. Did you ever call in a freestyle? No, but I but I listened to people calling and vote. I don't think they did people calling in. Freestyle. My fucking best friend had. called in. God rest his soul, uh, brother. I started cutthroat with. This dickhead called in the uh, Power 92 when they would do the freestyle battles. And I had Over already, the phone? Yeah. Then on like I, Thursdays? It was during the week, right? It was, it was like afternoon. And the oh, reason okay, they had okay, to stop okay. doing or evenings, the reason they had to stop doing it is because uh, people kept cussing. <laughs> and it was in an era where they couldn't record it. So like it was, you cussed, you know. Yeah. So I think they were getting uh, cited for it. But anyways, long story yeah. short, this motherfucker goes in, calls the station, tells them my name, and <laughs> drops the ball. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm like, bro, did you really call power and tell them you were justice and then completely shit the bed? And he's like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, like, come on, man. Like, you got juice. You got juice and you're just not using it because you're too cool for school. And, like, all right, fine, I guess. But, like, if you're not going to fuck with me and you've burned me and stole from me, the real reason I did the billboard ultimately was so I would force myself to never be able to work with them again. Like, I don't want anyone to be able to even ask me to go cut them a check. Because I'm going to be like, sorry, bro, I can't. <laughs> and they're going to be like, that's why? Wild. <laughs> and I'm be Yo, like, that's because, wild. Because I, uh, I, 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 I threw shots at them publicly, <laughs> and uh, I'm okay with that. You said the reason you did this is so I wanted to burn my shit for sure. <laughs> so you'll never have to work with them. So you'll never work with them again. Well, yeah, he just burnt, he oh, that's burned amazing. his own bridge. That's, I, burned, I burned my bridge. That's amazing. And I'm going to pour gas on it. That's amazing. Like, I'm right cool. There. Oh my God, man! So, that is—I didn't know so, the, the whole thing behind it, but that's a hell of a backstory. On another note, let's talk about the hip hop festival. Yeah, let's let's segue from the from Fuck the shit. drama a little bit, and let's talk about the the good that's coming. And this mm-hmm. is the this is the fourth, fourth or the fifth fourth. This is the fourth, right? This is the seven hundred thirty eighth. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, fourth, the sixteenth annual. Come on, man! I know it ain't that many. No, yes, it it's the sixteenth. Okay, it's the fourth. Yes, yeah. fifth. There's a giant five in the middle of the logo. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell Rock has not paid much attention to the logo. Hey, yeah, we, we don't, expect. we don't, yeah, fact, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. fact check shit here, <laughs> <laughs> bro. We just take your word for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's year five. We've parted ways with Live Nation. Um. 
We've is expanded. Is it going to be all outdoors? No, no, no. It's um, it's two thirds indoors, one third outdoors. So where's the? Uh, we're shutting down the block. Yeah. Of from First to Second Street, Washington to the alley behind Monarch and Bar Smith. Jesus. It's got all the murals. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the city has wanted to activate that alley for a special event for a number of years. That's why it's muraled, and uh, they haven't gotten anybody to pull the trigger. Boom. So I come in and I'm like, yo, you know that. Dope ass alley behind the club. Can you please power wash it and gut Clean it, it and yeah. move the uh, dumpsters? Dog, it was like cloud. Oh, they were like, "You want to do what?" Yeah, because that's actually. And I a really, thought I was crazy. I was like, "Man, they're not gonna let me do this." Yeah, because they actually, were like, "We want to do that." It's actually a really big open space. Once you it's, pull all that shit, it's out. like a two and a half lane road. Yeah, once you pull that out, it's 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 a good size. Good you get size. a lot of traffic back there. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's dope. So, You've never been back there. Go just fire, walk it. Just fire. Walk it. So you're going to have a stage back there. You're going to have live painters. You're going to have oh, vendors, wow. food trucks, satellite bars. All the back doors to the clubs will be open. You're going to have a kid corner on First Street with bouncy houses, popcorn, cotton candy, face paint, fucking ice cream. But although it is all ages, no kids inside the clubs, right? Or no, it's it? all ages everywhere. Oh, I'm okay. just designating an area for parents to take their Oh, no, I'm just asking. So kids are Welcome. underage people who can go through Actually, children, and things children, like that, children 12 and under are free. Shows? Okay. So you can bring your little baby's kids. I ain't tripping. I, I got ice cream and, and cotton candy on deck. It's on the house, courtesy of Respect Underground. You're welcome. Um, yeah, like, it's all ages. We got <coughs> hella food truck. I'm super stoked about the Elote Man and Dom's. Who's, who's not? Oh, Dom, shout out to Dom's, Dom's, yeah. Dom's Street Tacos and Snoring Hot Dogs. We got yes, Mr. Sir. Wonderful's Chicken and Waffles. We got Big Cuzzo Barbecue. All the local businesses are involved. We got uh, you got the lowriders back out yeah, there. Come on, rollers only in the building. Shout out to my essays. You know what I'm saying? Like they have an incredible conglomerate, and it's nationwide. And they backed me tenfold. And they took me to see Crescent Crown. And now we've got Corona Premier presenting it. Corona Premier is a uh, low calorie, low carb competitor for Michelob Ultralight that they're testing in Phoenix, Tucson, and uh, Los Angeles. Nice. So they're pre- presenting it. Like literally, you bring twenty bucks to the festival. You're gonna get lit. Like yeah. that'll get you two twenty four ounce tall cans and somebody'll be doing blowing something. So uh yeah, we shut a whole block down. We'll have two main stages. Um Marley's gonna have an open mic for anybody who wants to come. So if your son or daughter is, is um old enough to talk and you'd like to put them on a microphone for a song, do it. I'm down. That's cool. It'll inspire them for the future. And it's two days. Two days. Saturday, November 10th, Sunday, November 11th, doors open at 12, shuts down at 10. We will have a stripper shuttle. The stripper shuttle is a, a magnificent uh, chariot. with a, It's a horse drawn with a Pegasus with wings that right. will take you to Jags. There's strippers on the shuttle, and you can uh, take your alcohol on the shuttle. So you can enjoy your beverage on the way to the after party at Jaguars. It's both nights, for, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Who's spinning that jacks? Oh, that'll be DJ Kloss out of Houston, Texas. Okay. Who is basically the Nicki Minaj of DJs, <laughs> originally from Tucson, Arizona. She is um, hmm. exceptionally beautiful, and I am looking forward to seeing her. I haven't been to Jags in a long time. So at I'm Jags. To come out to Jags for the after party. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, something. And it then sounds like I, the thing to do. And then a little bird told me, somebody throwing 10 bands in the street for somebody to come gobble up. Hey, RTU's giving away a, a few, uh, if you want to call it a record deal, I call it artist development, but we have $10,000 cash on the For table. the people who are going to be listening to this, how do, tell us a little bit more about that. About it, what? The 10 bands. That's on that's the competition? On the um, like, just, just come out and support does, your, support your, uh, there's, there's five ways to vote. There's going to be a poll on Facebook. It's going to break the internet. Two-Tone's going to love it. 
He's going to talk <laughs> shit about all the names. You yeah, know, two shout out to Two Troll. But uh, <laughs> the uh, you can you can vote on the Facebook poll. Uh, we printed personalized tickets for all the competitors. Okay. So if you purchase a ticket from the yeah, Society of the Invisibles, and it's on the ticket that counts as a vote oh, towards that band, uh, we will have text to vote live within the festival. So if you're at the festival, all you got to do is text your favorite artist name to five 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 eight 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 icon, and then you can say T call. And we'll we'll have a graph that'll tally all those votes. Um, every ticket through the door is a vote. Facebook poll is a vote. We will have some industry professionals in the building, such as Beat Locker Radio. You know, Rhyme and Reason Radio. Yeah, we're still around. Bootleg Kev just might make an appearance. No thanks to Ja. Mad Mania Podcast. Rams' oh, yeah. job might be in, we'll building. Be in the building. Um, okay. Well connected to AZ, Beat Locker Radio, 101 to Beat, Shout Support out to District Radio. Shout out to Marvel. AZ mixtapes. Like, we're going to have a conglomerate of industry professionals that will be judging and then crowd response. And, dog, I just I just want somebody to show up and show out and earn it so we can put a little bread beside somebody who really wants it and wants to flip it into something more. I know the, the New Times had printed the artist list, and it took me a while to get through it. Um, it's a lot of artists. 350. It's a lot of artists. 350 artists. Here's a question for you. Two days. Is Justice performing at Ooh, the hip hop festival good question <laughs> i mean we did chart number one on indie billboard album we, we did chart number everywhere 15 right now on itunes we did do like 1200 people at the release party old man still got it kids still got it check Maybe it out call if, it if i was justice let me tell you what i would do i'm not performing i would just shut I would, up i would perform but i wouldn't have a set i would go interrupt everybody's set like i would just go <laughs> i would just go to a popping stage and be like yo I'm about to do a song real quick. So, you know what's crazy? You know what's so crazy? You know why it's it's exactly what I'm going to (laughs) do? That's great. But I'm not going to interrupt nobody. Um, I got an intro on the album that I'm proud of. It's just, it's one 16 bar verse. Uh, It's really what sparked the album. Like your resume joint. Yeah. That's the one. That's what I was like. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not, see, here's the awkward thing about doing the resume in front of a bunch of other rappers i got you i feel you it's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's quite the it's quite i respect it because i'm like i'm listening and i'm facts. like i remember that facts i remember that i remember that happened hey, yeah but guess what fuck it though lil wayne got a song on his shit called dedicate where he talking about all the um no no it, what i'm saying is i still want to stay humble like <laughs> even though it's our festival like i'm not trying to bogart it like that like this time is precious um but i would perf- rather but, but you are performing i'm gonna do a 16 bar verse okay. sporadically when I can. There we go. Like, it's not going to be scheduled. I'm not going to interrupt nobody, <clears throat> Teak. But uh, <laughs> I am going to try to try to rock out a couple verses a couple times. Is there a main stage? Is there like There's one two. Of them? Okay, okay. There's two main stages. There's one on 2nd Street this year outside. That's the True Med stage. Okay. Uh, powered by Icon Radio. Then we have um, a stage in the alley, the AZ Green Life stage. That'll be powered by Bird City Brunch. Um, then we have the main stage, the timeless stage inside of Monarch is powered by Support District Radio, Amanda Wynn okay. and all the good people okay. over there. Uh, Poker Face will be on that stage briefly. He's actually, like, his baby is due. Yeah, I know. On the uh, 10th or the 11th. Shout out to Poke, man. So, uh, Poker Face may or may not be in the building. If he has uh, his little mama, then, you know. Uh, absolutely. It is. But, uh, of course, Poke would have a baby on Hip Hop Day. Right? <laughs> that would be the so, that, that's a very poker face thing to do. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> a little hip hop baby. So there's that, but um, and then we have uh, you know the stages upstairs, Scarlet Fireplace, Bar Smith downstairs, upstairs, Man. Sky Lounge. We'll have a bar on on the uh, uh, patio, no stage. Side of Lux, Lux will be like a nightclub. 
It's going to have just DJ spinning, but uh, okay. we have uh, a producer panel, Beat Street, that will be uh, just with Arza, actually. Is that, where, is that where Beat Street is going to be? Yeah, it's going to be inside of Lux. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's only a three-hour segment. I know G1 going to be over there. Oh, yeah, G1's excited. Um, it's rescue. Only, it's only going to be a three-hour segment, and uh, it's going to be really rad, and I'm proud of it. So that's the, uh, that's the jug this year, and, uh, you know, shout-out to my haters. I appreciate you, you know. They, uh, their acknowledgement is uh, is cool. You still partnered up with the city, correct? That's still a correct. They're my sponsor. Wow, that's how Phoenix Inc. Um, without them, this would not be possible. Yeah, I got to say, um, like I said earlier in the interview, <clears throat> I remember being around when this was on your whiteboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you were telling me what you were thinking about doing. I called it the heart of the city. Yeah, what you wanted to do, and to witness it happen. Um, Cause that was five years ago. Might have been longer than that. Man, because I was six. conceptualizing it for quite yeah, maybe a while. seven, eight years ago. Um, <clears throat> the fact that you've taken it from just the idea to where it's at now—that to me is the most impressive thing. Aside from the fact that you had the backing of the city of Phoenix, I mean, that's all because of the network and, and the support. Sure. Like I had to think, but at the same time, like. Did you? I mean, did, was that? Did you like when? Was that something from the get go that you thought could possibly happen? The city would partner with you. It was always the okay. move because without the support of the actual city, yeah, I can't shut down streets. I can't get fencing and barricades and porta potties. No, who else is going to meet? So you with can't make it as homeland big as security you need it to be. Yeah, they they meet with homeland security and the FBI and the sheriff's department and Phoenix PD and have full on meetings regarding like threat About potential this. and like. The event in itself, and there's itself. never been any issues that you're at these. Never, five we, we have four years, no incidences. And uh, what's crazy is, is it we call it within the company. And when I speak to city officials, I'm like, you gotta understand, this is holy ground. Yeah, like come Monday, November 13th, we go back to our regularly scheduled bullshit. But on yeah. these two days, yeah, everybody's playing nice because real shit, they know what it is on my end. I don't play no games. Yeah, like, well, and most of us still go by. Yeah, no, no there, women and children. There's so a code, too, and there's a family. There's, there's families, families here. There. Like you're not fighting in front of kids, bro. Yeah, and and, and nobody wants to be the asshole. We're not. We're that, not. Like, nah, nobody nah, wants to be that guy. People. Yeah, yeah nah. like nobody wants that title. So like, it's peace. Yeah, it's peace. It's love. It's prosperity. It's growth. It's progress, and it's a beautiful thing. And uh, and the people that don't want to be there are not going to be there. No, no, no. They're doing some super janky shit this year to us, and that just lets me know the energy is super real. And that uh, we're going to exceed expectations uh, once again. And I'm going to be terrified for the next 26 days on how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Of course you are. You know, December 1st. And then <laughs> you're going to realize that. And then boom. come January 1st, you're going to be planning the next one. He's probably already we're planning already, the next one. Working That's on probably already We work on works. them for about, we work on them in tandem. Like there's Like we'll be working on this year. While we're working on next year and the year, like I have a meeting tomorrow at ten thirty about next year and the year, and actually a five year plan. Okay, are you and incorporating podcasts into? Uh, we, we never considered it next year. Like no one said anything next year. This is like literally the first one. Anyone said, hey, no, seriously, I think you should. Cause they, there's some good get, podcasts out here. Podcasts get uh, purchase vendor booth space, and typically I just comp them. Like yeah, cool, come on. But um, I never thought to incorporate the podcast game because I just I'm not tapped in. It's huge, man. I imagine. So yeah, it's, I it's, just, I don't have time for fucking shit. No, I feel you. Like, to listen to a podcast is like a luxury. And like, I don't even listen to anything at the gym. 
Well, you so, know what? It's like most people listen to podcasts who work while they're at work. You don't have a normal job, so you're not. You don't have that eight hour. Oh man, I'm way too time. ADD to listen to anything <laughs> while I'm working. Yeah, that's I would what, be like that's this. What most people do, <laughs> right. and nothing would get done. I just sit there and stare at whatever device is projecting the audio signal. Oh, uh, without and even a video, huh? You just yeah, I don't need to watch nothing, bro. Like I'm so ADD that I gotta like sit there and focus and like visualize it in my head. Or three seconds later, I'm gone. This squirrel, <laughs> right? And he knows. I do. I do. This guy probably had a hundred million conversations with me in mid conversation. I'll walk away. Yeah, he's good for that. Yeah. Shiny things. My 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 little homie told me I'm the only person he's ever met in his life that can look him in the eyes and ignore him at the same time. That's 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 one of your like that's a, that's a justice move. Like I'll oh, be no, staring. Man, I'll be you'll you. be talking a, to me, having a conversation, and I'm like ignoring you. I have a hard time doing that. It just happens. Like I don't mean so, to. Just, no, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. Toned out sometimes. And it's that's like, like me with my face. Like my face will tell you everything, and I, I don't even know that my face is telling you shit. It's it's it just happens. You have resting bastard face. I do have resting bastard face. It's terrible. It's it's rock. <laughs> it's who I am. That's my wife. It's rock. She tells it's me justice. That. She's like, how are, you, festival. how are you angry on a train with your kids? <laughs> I'm not. This is me smiling. I'm having a great I'm time. I'm so happy. Yeah. You look miserable. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm loving it right now. Yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to wife. So, uh, shout out man. to you guys for having me up. I can't believe I said that shit verbatim. Man. So, fifth annual Arizona yeah. Hip Hop Festival, 10th and 11th of November. Shutting down downtown Stripper Phoenix. shuttles at Jaguars. After party at Jags. Yeah. Your boy T-Call will be performing. Blowing some bands. Hey. Yeah, no, it's going to be. It's, it's, We're uh, going to get our rapper on. And like maybe we make a billboard for two trolls, bitch ass. <laughs> two troll doesn't care about Arizona hip hop. Should I make it a billboard? Oh, <laughs> man. Should it's, I? It's 4011, baby. It's 4011. Should I? It's 4011. That shit's straight bananas, son. <laughs> my mama's biscuits. Um. People, Don't we talk about my mama business? Oh, man. If people want to purchase tickets. <laughs> Were you tickets, around in the 602 Street days? I don't think he was here. No. So you're not familiar with Young Humphrey I and... I don't know nothing about... Jay Gatsby. Oh, I mean, Gatsby. I know, but I don't know. So Quarter Key was the worst. I wasn't here for that. Don't. For Arizona Beats, for none of that. I really J- wish he was still around because he was such he was Quarter such Key? A lot. Yeah, man. All of them. All the trolls. But I was out here for all the deals. I was out here while Carly was still out here. Like, I've been Carly out here. Carly cared. I've been out here for a minute. You got to do like a AZ Beats reunion next year at the festival. Squeak. <laughs> Get everybody to come They're back all out. all fucking 437 years that's, old. That's right. Don't care. That's how I earned my shirt. Everybody's got families. I've been out here for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no. There was um, a lot of people that at one point cared, you know, and uh, it, it, no, it didn't generate revenue, so they didn't uh, see value in it. Yeah. If the people that cared and the, and the music now was together, it'll be so great. Yeah. Um, if people want to get information, they want to get tickets, can they get them online? Of course. We're at azhiphopfestival.com. The lovely uh, A Boosted Design built and maintenance is our exquisite website. Thank you yeah. to her. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you get tickets online. We are actually, like, selling tickets online. It's pretty beautiful. I wish crazy is, like, this year we're going to do something that I promise you. I put this on everything I love. Come Monday, November 13th, these whole-ass motherfuckers are going to be quiet. Ain't nobody going to say shit. I believe that. So, y'all know where you need to be. 10th and 11th of November, downtown Phoenix. AZ Hip Hop Festival. AZ Hip Hop Festival. Fifth annual. Still cutthroat in this bitch, ho. 
I mean, you're going to be cut out to the day you die, family. C-T-L-T-A-F, sucker. <laughs> Make sure you go get that album. Go listen to the album Justice on all streaming platforms. It doesn't suck. It doesn't. I listened to it, hit him up, and yeah. Thanks for coming through, man. Explaining Thanks all me, the... Buddy. We interviewed you yesterday. You interviewed me today. You know, right. And this is community. This is cool. Right. If this is. I just like the fact you guys get to blow while you're doing this. Like, if I didn't know we were going to smoke like live, I'd have been here months ago. <laughs> Man, they're smoking in the room next this to us. This is smoking yeah, all day. I got to get. I got to get. Thanks yeah. for having me, fellas. I no doubt, you man. Both. I'll see you soon. No problem. Yes, sir. This is Matt. Quick Yo. flick with you, and then you can escape. Yeah. This is <laughs> the Matt Mania podcast. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk SmackDown 1000, Monday Night Raw, the controversy of Crown Jewel, and who knows what else. Man, listen to that. That's that's Rock's radio skills right there, man. Transition, baby. How you just broke down everything that's coming up next. Transition, dog. <laughs> we'll be back. Ron, I'm about to say Ron Reason Radio. <laughs> Matt, man, your podcast. <laughs> Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to get away from everything, everyone, would you do it or just let it slip? Yo. A Walden might not have been a Times bestseller, but we learned plenty from his lessons. So let me tell ya, its impact on the culture will be felt, but not till 20 years after it hit a shelf. See, most people live their lives half asleep, doing what they're told, functioning like sheep. But Henry David Thoreau was determined to be different, so one day he made a life-altering decision. He would live two years in a cabin in the woods, far from anything that was happening. No phone, no one could contact him. No interactions meant no distractions. He could focus on the beauty of nature, strengthening the spirit, becoming complete. Eating to live instead of living to eat. Why live in a mental prison when you can be free? This experiment would teach him true existence. Reading, farming, learning, and fishing. No talking, just listening. Uh, nothing brings focus quite like distance. The time would prove to be influential. He'd find deep meaning in the seemingly simple. And like magic wave from a wand, everything changed on Walden Pond. When the world gets you down, there's a place you can go. Back to Walden Pond like Henry David Thoreau. Living in the woods with no internet or phone. Two years, two months, two days all alone. When the world disappoints you, there's a place you can go. Marching to a different drummer, Henry David Thoreau. Living in the woods with no radio or phone. Two years, two months, two days all alone. Cabin life was peaceful, nature over people. Nobody's deceitful, everything was equal. No food, he wasn't making a scene. He just planted and tended two acres of beans. He developed two distinct personas. Hermit and poet, no strangers to drama. They would argue about what he was there for. Rearranged everything he thought he cared for. The poet would conjure up visions of past residents of the cabin that he lived in. Poor tradesmen, runaway slaves, in their company is where he spent most days. He preferred solitude, just being alone, not gazing or staring at a phone. With his environment, he formed a strong bond as seasons passed on Walden Pond. When the world gets you down, there's a place you can go. Back to Walden Pond like Henry David Thoreau. Living in the woods with no internet or phone Two years, two months, two days all alone When the world disappoints you, there's a place you can go Marching to a different drummer, Henry David Thoreau Living in the woods with no radio or phone Two years, two months, two days all alone Now Walden might not have been a Times bestseller But we learned plenty from his lessons, so let me tell ya Its impact on the culture will be felt But not till 20 years after it hit a shelf See, most people live their lives half asleep Doing what they're told 
Matt Mania Podcast. We are back in the building, recording live from DigiLab Studios. Want to give a special shout out to Justice for coming through to discuss the Anti Power 98.3 billboard and also the fifth annual Arizona Hip Hop Festival going down the 10th and 11th of November. We are going to jump back into what it is we are here to do that is, talk some wrestling. Monday Night Raw took place. Uh, overall, the show was. No, where's your put over? Oh, we doing put overs. That's right, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, real quick, put over for the week. I'm actually gonna put over the first half of Belly's album called Immigrant. I had never really heard the dude rap before, and I just randomly decided to press play on Friday. Um, pleasantly surprised, dude was kind of rapping. Um, he lost me on the second half because it got real trappy. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of trap music. I don't like that sound. Um, but check it out, man. Immigrant is pretty dope. Apparently, there's a tape before this that's really dope. Someone told me to check. Haven't done it yet, but I'll probably eventually get to it. So you're putting over half of an album? Yeah, that's 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 about all I could give him. Well, I, you wouldn't let me do my other put over. No. So, you know. But yeah. I, I know what you actually liked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you got? Um, I don't know, man. I'll put over some um some movie news. Okay, what you got? Um so DC You lost me. Nah, you'll <laughs> you'll be happy. Or not, I don't know. They have no plans to move further with any um Batman or Superman movies with um, oh, Ben Affleck, ben or, Affleck Henry or Henry Cavill. Yeah. Eh, I think Ben Affleck was a trash Batman anyway. Well, he's like the only Batman that never had a Batman movie. Shit, he never had a solo Batman. No. It was Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. And that was Batman v. Superman and Superman 2. Yeah. And then Justice League, yeah. And he appeared in Wonder Woman as Bruce Wayne. And in um, Suicide Squad. But he never had a... He was on Suicide Squad. He punched um, Harley Quinn in the face. Dick. But, um, yeah, never had a solo Batman film. So you're going to bow out only as a feature. I didn't know that. That's funny. That just... Shows you how trash Ben Affleck is, and it's man. He looked he looked so good as Batman, as being the the Dark Knight, yeah, Tim Miller Batman. And then it sucks that Henry Cavill, like he was like, as far as looks go, he looked like Superman. Doesn't but, he like want to go do other things though? I think with the, the well, that was the rumor. Well, I think they're just like they're getting ready to reboot shit. There's. There's no plans right now. For, oh, what is that? For, what is that DC event? What is it called? Yeah, Flash. The Flash. Flashpoint. Uh huh. Flashpoint paradox. Okay, so they're gonna like that's gonna be their way to like they're keeping Wonder Woman right now. Yeah, and I think the things are depending on um how Aquaman goes. Yo, that trailer. I watched the trailer. I'm not a DC guy. You you guys all probably know that. Um, I was like, oh, this looks pretty dope. And I'm like, oh, it's like I, I realized when I saw like Atlantis, I was like, oh, so Aquaman is DC's equivalent to Namor. And we haven't seen Namor right. in any of the Marvel movies yet. And I'm wondering if we're ever going to see him. But it looked dope. Like visually, it looked dope. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to watch it because I probably won't go watch it. Yeah, so they still got that coming. So I think they're going to like rebuild the Justice League off the backs of Wonder Woman and Aquaman, depending on what. Are you familiar with? Are, are you familiar with what the, what the like what the Flashpoint is? 
Like, it's, it's him going back in time and like fucking something up that like resets everything. Him is the Flash. So the Flash does it. Yeah, the Flash does it. Okay. The Flash goes back in time, and um. So it's not like House of M and Marvel where Scarlet Witch has a nervous breakdown and like everything changes because she spazzes. No, it's it's more like butterfly effect. Like you change something uh, and then everything changes. Oh, like, you, like one thing changes, which is like a ripple effect. It changes. It. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's so a pretty, that's pretty if, dope. so if he goes back, if he like breaks through the flashpoint or whatever and goes back in time and changes some shit, then you can go back in time. I mean, back. Wait, in the, the flash can go back in time. It's through. Yeah. He can. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, you, through the speed force or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the speed force. <laughs> yeah. So Where's basically, like, <laughs> like everything doesn't have to change, but things can change. So you gotcha. can go back into the present, and then it'd be a different Batman. It'd be a different Superman. Mm. The relationship that he was in might not be anymore. You know, oh, that's, so that's that classic been... Ashton Kutcher butterfly effect shit. You know, so that's how they could have introduced if the rumor was true. Michael B. Jordan being Superman. Yeah. Because of the flashpoint, someone else is Superman. Right. Okay. That is interesting. And so I've th- always had that in their back pocket, like if shit goes wrong. Which has just... kind of gone awry because people really haven't gravitated towards the DC movies like they have the Marvel ones. Right. I, honestly, man, to me, it, it might be a time for like DC to like. They might want to like wait a couple, wait a little bit, and develop some shit. Let Marvel get through this final little. Well, it seems that's what they're doing right now because they got like their Wonder Woman did well. They're about to put out Aquaman. If Aquaman does well, yeah. they'll move forward with Flash. Oh yeah, because Wonder Woman two is so coming then, out, right? Yeah, you got Wonder Woman two, and then they haven't done Flashes yet, so you'll have three solo um, Justice League members. So it's like they can go, they can do it the right way this time and give you the solo movies and then give you the team up instead of just throwing the team up at you. And on the other hand... Yeah, because they really did. It felt like they really threw Justice League together. Like, Justice, just League, like, Justice League was in... Batman v Superman was Justice League 1.0 or whatever. Yeah, like Everybody was in it. Then, huh, okay. So yeah, you got that. And then they're just doing all the the one-offs like the joker one-off they're doing with joaquin phoenix they're gonna do a birds of prey movie is it too soon for a joker movie i mean i guess not because what that was how many years ago was the dark knight it was a dark knight right i it would have been too early if it would have been jared leto's yeah and i thought they were (laughs) and i thought they were going to proceed with the jared leto joker movie they're doing a suicide squad too so are they really yeah there's no there's no clear focus on oh, like so everything's separate in, in dc in the dc yeah world. that's what they're doing they're doing like the one-offs wow. like the jared leto is like its own thing if they still keep um joaquin no yeah joaquin is his own thing if they still keep jared leto in suicide squad then that means like that's the justice league universe that was actually know? one of the biggest letdowns that i had for suicide squad was the fact that the joker was in it for like four minutes combined and that he said most of his stuff was cut out the movie yeah Especially when he had that hard, like, the, what was that Rick Ross song with the purple? It was called Purple Lamborghini. Oh, man, that shit was hard. Yeah, no. Nah, that's interesting. They should have, him and, it should have just been a Joker Harley Quinn movie that should have been separate from what they did with Suicide Squad. They tried to shoehorn yeah. Har- Joker and Harley Quinn's Doesn't origin she, into yeah. Suicide Squad. And she has, a, she has a movie coming out. They're doing a Harley Quinn movie, too, right? They're doing Birds of Prey, which she's in. Her and. She's the main. That's her and who? Poison Ivy? Her and no. Batgirl and oh, that's because Ruby 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 Rose is Batgirl. She's Batgirl on the CW. I think oh. this is going to be Harley Quinn and Hawk Girl it, oh or God. something is like. Is it Margot Robbie still? Yeah, Oof. but it's going to be her and B characters. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Mm. So, yeah, man, that's the movie news. That is indeed the movie news. Other movie news, the system is still in, in uh, theaters right now. Yeah, man, what, third week? Second, yeah. Second? They harkens, it. Harkens, yeah, there. So go watch that if you haven't seen that yet. Um, incredibly dope. Uh, did you catch uh, The Shop? Volume 2 with uh, LeBron and Aubrey? I have not. Okay, we'll wait on that. But I did watch the Dave East and Styles P. Funk Flex? The with, Flex um, one or Sway? Our Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club one. Okay. I was talking about beef. Yeah, rules of beef. Yeah. There are none. No, there is not. Yeah. And that interview with them was good. Yeah. Even though I didn't see the shot. Did you watch the Flex one? No. Watch the Flex one. It's like two and a half hours. With them? Yes. It is good. What did you think of their album? I got through like five joints. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything more than what they're giving me. Okay. Like, they both rap well. But it's like an actual album. Yeah. Though. Like, you got put out yeah, on yeah, Def Jam or something. Oh, yeah. It's it's on Mass Appeal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you really can't. Oh, yeah, that's Davey's label. Yeah, you so really, I mean, I mean, you. Album. Anytime you have a member of the Locks on, on an album, you really can't go wrong. And Davey's is one of those new guys that can actually rap. So. One of the songs got the, all of the Locks on it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I don't. I haven't heard that one yet. But. Yeah, the crazy thing, uh, Styles is talking about. He originally had a verse on Benjamin's that got cut, which is crazy. <laughs> but then he was saying he didn't really even. He wasn't even really feeling the beat, right? And I'm like, in hindsight, I'm like, man, that's like one of the most iconic like joints. But then again, for me, the reason why that joint's iconic is when the beat drops, when Big raps, because the beat changes, and that shit is so hard. Yeah, it is. Like Big comes in there with the beat drop. Oh. But yeah, go check that out. That's a really good interview, though. Go check what out all about the Benjamins. Yeah, go check out. If you entered all, if you entered all about the Benjamins, you should do yourself a favor and go listen to it. And don't tell me it's your first time hearing it, unless you're like twelve. Go watch the video if you want to see classic '90s. Great video, over the top. But yeah, you should definitely watch the Videos. the flex and uh, Dave East and Styles. That's, that was a really like when I saw it was two and a half hours. I was like, I don't know if I can tolerate flex this much because flex can be kind of annoying to me. But it is good. It is really good. Um, so check that out. That was another put over. Yeah. I didn't, get, I, I, I didn't put over what I wanted to put over, but it's all good. Um, let's just jump into the shits, man. We got some wrestling to talk about. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Monday Night Raw was it was cool. We saw there was a, there was a disqualification match. Seth Rollins, or it was a count out, defeated Drew McIntyre, which led to the Shield versus... The three war dogs and the main event. Tamina returned. Which what you was were, the count out? Was it a double count out? Double count out. Tamina returned, which you were really excited about when we were talking off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolph defeated. She just. She, she she wasn't doing anything when she was there. Yeah. Didn't and she just like get Samoan dropped by Nia? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's just what's funny. It's like she wasn't doing anything when she was there. Then she left. And now she's back. And who really cares that. Nobody. Tamina is back. And then you're just going to feed her to Nia again. Yeah. Um, another World Cup qualifying match was Dolph Ziggler defeating Dean Ambrose. I mean, the match was okay. I mean, it is what it is. What do you feel about the Bobby Lashley heel turn with Lito Rush? I- I'm not. Oh, yeah. I did want to talk about that because yeah. um, I don't like it. I don't know why. Were you were you, were you you not in agreement that Bobby Lashley needed somebody to talk for him? 
Um, I thought we talked about I'll him agree, being with I'll Paul agree, Heyman before. I'll agree that Bobby Lashley needs someone to talk for him. Maybe I'm just not a fan of Lito Rush, like okay. Leo or Lito. Is it Leo or Leo? Leo, Leo, I think. Yeah, I'm not like the whole thing when he was like giving commentary on the mic during the match last week. I was like, this is annoying. But then, like, I found out after the fact that he had an earpiece and McMahon was feeding him lines. So, go figure. But now we get to see Bobby Lashley just be like Brock and just be like a beast, and not have to worry about. Is he though? Off. Is he though? They trying to make him that right? Yeah, but I mean, but is he though? Like to me, Bobby Lashley is not as intimidating in any aspect compared to what Brock Lesnar. Like, if Brock walks into a Brock, but I'm just saying, no. If Brock walks into a room and Bobby Lashley walks in side by side next to him, who are you more afraid of? I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar. Why people don't answer? Because we know what you're gonna say. I don't know, man. I saw Bobby Lashley in person. He's a big man. He's a large man, but to me, Brock is more intimidating than Bobby Lashley. Like, is it Bobby Lashley wearing the headband? Because I can't take him seriously with the headband. <laughs> so, I get they're trying to do something with him because it obviously wasn't working as a face. Because he was Bobby Lashley, and he walked in the room, and he was flexing, and he had girls sitting on his muscles while he. You know what would be dope? Like, let like pair him up with like. Have Ron Simmons come out and be his mouthpiece. <laughs> that would be dope. Who doesn't want to see Ron Simmons on TV? You'll probably get the occasional damn. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Which never is that what we're doing? Which never gets. I'm sorry, the damn never gets old in my opinion. The damn is classic. So, yeah, I'm not familiar with the Leo Rush guy, and I thought he was kind of corny, but that's just me. I mean, he was on NXT. He hasn't been on NXT that long, but apparently that they've moved him up. Yeah, to pair him with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, Kurt Angle gave Boren Corbin an angle slam on the entrance ramp. Yeah. Um, Kurt Angle not fucking with Baron Corbin. Nah, he ain't with the shits, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, because he thought, because Baron Corbin thought it was going to be the AOP destroying Kurt Angle as a conquistador. Shout out to whoever that was getting their ass whooped by the AOP. Because, <laughs> dog, that was not, mm-mm. I wouldn't want to get fed to the AOP. No. Not at all. And then main event-wise, the Shield against the War Dogs. They defeated them. However, Braun Strowman. Or no, was it? No, we had Braun. Who caught, who caught the Claymore? Braun. Yeah, Braun caught the Claymore. After giving the power slam to Dolph. Yeah. For get, for taking the pin. So Drew was there for his mans. With his man yeah. for his mans in them. And he that Claymore was. Whew. Yeah, and as I was as I was saying off air, I'm definitely excited for the thoughts of um a Braun versus um Drew feud. Um glad that they didn't break up Drew and Dolph because I still enjoy them as a tag team. They're great. Um and it finally it, it gives it gives Braun someone other than Roman Reigns to feud with. Well, what about um Dean? Trying to give Seth the dirty D. Yo, you saw that, right? Yo. I don't know if that was Dean really trying or Dean thought it was somebody else wasn't sure he was disoriented you know the lunatic fringe might have been happening but it would have been nuts that he actually gave him the dirty deeds on the outside of the ring that would have been crazy <laughs> so that was uh, I mean they're they're further teasing the inevitable I assume it's a matter of when does it happen right when does Dean be the Seth Rollins the shield you know because Seth did it last time I, I would still prefer to see Roman full-on heel on both of them. But I know they're not going to make Roman Reigns a heel anytime soon. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm sure it'll be Dane. Yeah. So that was Monday Night Raw. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, there was also what? Ronda Rousey beating up the security guards for the Bellas. Oh, yeah. And Ronda Rousey cutting into Woo! the Bellas. Man, she literally told her all that Nikki does was knock down John Cena's door. That was, an, that was a good promo. I, I was like, okay. Scathing. I still do not care about their match at Evolution, though. No. That is not going to be. I'm sorry. Ronda, even Ronda being as green as she is, she's still athletically head over heels better than Nikki Bella. But did the Bellas just get all their popularity from John Cena and um, and Daniel Bryant? Mm. When they had got Total Belt with Total Bellas had been a thing without that. Wow. Matt Maniacs, do us a favor. Hit us on the Twitter at Matt Mania Podcast. Let us know. Who do you Are think the is- Bellas riding the coattails of John Cena and Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan. That's interesting. I never really thought about that. But let us know, Matt Maniac. Let us know if we're sexist assholes or if that is indeed what happened. I mean, was it all coincidence? I mean, people people are saying that all she does is cosplay Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. So huh. <laughs> she do be yes kicking. Liv Morgan knows that very well. Man, so I'm not mad. Get that money, but no. So Monday Night Raw. Have you watched um, Miz and Maurice's show? Yes, <laughs> all of it. Why? Why did you look ashamed that you watched it? How was it? Because I, I, you know what? I haven't seen it. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I also watched Total Divas and Total Bellas. So okay. who am I? <laughs> who am I? I watched all that shit. The WWE gets me for a lot of programming hours every week. Is it funny? It has its moments. Or is it like a? You know what I like? I like the scripted behind the scenes stuff that I see. <laughs> scripted behind. <the> <laughs> like I know it's scripted, but it's like oh, we're backstage, <laughs> and then you never know who you're gonna see just walking around like. It'll be funny to see like characters who are not on the show that are just walking around backstage. You'll just see like I don't know Bobby Lashley or Elias or just a random guy who's not on either any of these shows just walking around. So did you watch Ride Along? I never seen that. I heard that's good though. Wow! If you're saying you watch all this and you you know what WWE, I watch Ride Along. I watch all of the shows that are like not on the network. But I've heard Ride Along is good. I've heard Table for Three is really good. Table for Three is good. I've watched episodes of that. I've seen episodes of Ride Along too. Ride Along is like um, Taxi Cab Confessions, but just yeah. wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, I'm still blown away that um, this is a tangent that Eddie Guerrero's daughter is married to Aiden English. Yeah, facts. Did you catch the Eddie uh, YouTube special on Sunday? No, it's dope. Yeah, it's it's just basically it's about 20 minutes. And it's essentially a lot of Eddie career highlights, but it's got like the people closest to him, like talking and telling stories. They did some stuff for Eddie on SmackDown, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So check that. Speaking of SmackDown, it was SmackDown 1000 Tuesday night. No, you're right. Big, big. I mean, it was I mean, it's, it's big. Shut your mouth. Oddly enough, though, there was no appearance by the Great One on his show. Right. It's his show. It is It is his show. They brought Evolution, who wasn't even a SmackDown faction. I never understood that. But let's let's just jump. Let's, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about the rest. Let's just jump right to that. What would you think of the Evolution segment? Do you want to see Batista versus Triple H? I mean, I've heard that Batista is going to be. What I, what I had heard recently that next year's Hall of Fame class is going to be headlined by two people. Taker, who is supposed to retire officially Again. at no 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 no, <laughs> he'll he's going to go into the Hall of Fame the night before and then re- okay. literally retire. The second name is Batista going in. So, and they're saying they're going to bring Batista back for a small run. So them like planting the seed of him, you know, when he told H that he's never beat him, right? 
That's I mean, what I was asking yeah, about because that, cool. that's something that they would end up making like a WrestleMania match. Yeah, that's yeah, that'll be a big one. Plus, I mean, but do you think that Triple H is getting close to retiring? Because this year seems like he's putting a lot of he's doing a lot of in the ring stuff. You know what? Which though? is like, is he trying to is he trying to get bucket list stuff off before? I think he's done. I think these past few years of Triple H's transition is going to add. A little bit of time to the back end of his career i don't think he's going to be done for another two years okay and i think once he does retire i think not because oh yeah because he's mcmahon's son-in-law i think he will be the premier name that goes in whenever he retires he will be the marquee name that year okay so but i i don't think that's coming for another year or two only because he, he's really hasn't been working a consistent schedule the past couple of years so he's not getting that wear and tear on his body no we only get him for like a few and for like I mean a, a when you see it and when you see That's him I'm surprised at how much he's doing already because yeah. he just did that yeah and then they're gonna do the tag match and then well you see him and he, I mean he looks great and she, I mean health wise he looks amazing right so he doesn't look like he's his, his age he doesn't look his age and I mean when he had the match with the Undertaker I mean aside from the fact that the taker can't do as much as Triple H does I mean most of that match it wasn't terrible like Triple H is still doing what Triple H can do to the best of his ability, carrying. That sounds bad saying he carried the Taker, but I mean, you know, Taker's not as mobile as Triple H, right? So, and I think a big thing is also going to be at Crown Jewel. How does how do him and Kane look against Michaels and Triple H? How does that match go? So that'll be interesting to see. So, what would a WWE do when they can't live off nostalgia? Well, that's what I'm. Th- no, I mean SmackDown 1000 is is a prime example of that. They brought back Evolution. Rey Mysterio re-debuted. I mean, all these... Edge was there. I mean, a a lot of these... Teddy Long was... All this past GMs were there. I mean, a lot of the old... Was Mark... Mark Henry was there, right? I think so. Yeah. They bring back all these names, and it's like... Jared Jared King Lawler was there. Yeah. Jericho wasn't there, there, and I forgot why Jericho couldn't be there. I was... was, I'm surprised Christian wasn't there. No. Anyways. Um... Yeah, I mean, they have a tendency. To, I mean, look at. I mean, look at Crown Jewel, man. Is there a reason in 2018? Crown why, Jewel is different because that's what the. I get that's it. That's what the song. I get are. it. But in 2018, do we need to have a Brothers of Destruction match against DX? No, like, exactly. They just never like, got it. Like, does DX even need to be back after they had their last stand in like 2012? No. But they just never got to see it. I live. get it. I get so it. And yeah, I so mean, Saudi. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that a little bit after we talk about the rest but of I'm, SmackDown. But I'm 1000. talking about actually like what WWE does. Like yeah. I understand. Like I mean, I get it because they want all the money. So oh, they yeah. want to try to bring back the old wrestling fans to say, "Hey, look, we still got these guys." Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of the Usos against AJ and Daniel? AJ and Daniel are supposed to be fighting each other, right? At Crown Jewel. At Crown Jewel. Yeah. Classic pair them up before the... Yeah. They almost had the the bump with when they almost did whatever they did with each other. So, I mean... <laughs> um, they did. And then we had another World Cup qualifying match. The Miz defeated Rusev. What do you think of the Miz's shenanigans when he was laying on the outside of the ring acting like he was Aiden English? <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then obviously when Lana gave Aiden English the kick to the right. to the balls and then Rusev and then Aiden English got Rusev. Yeah, why, That was coming though. Why is Rusev the only thing she says with an accent now? 
<laughs> you know, that, she's one of the reasons why I be watching Total Divas. Lana is good God almighty. Yeah, she's the reason why I watch that shit. All of those, um, all of the WWE ladies are very, like, friendly with each other outside of the WWE. So when you watch them, So you're like, saying, like, behind closed doors are all scissoring? I'm just saying, like... That's what you, I think in my head. When you see their Instagrams and stuff like that, videos and things like that, and they're just like, yeah. Watch watch behind the scenes stuff. You follow Kyla Braxton? Dog. Who is she? She's the announcer on... Uh, one of the announcers on SmackDown. I follow... You, I know you follow the... What's her name from Raw? Jo- oh, no, I was about to say I follow Renee Young, but I probably don't. But I look at her pictures when I when they're posting. Dean's gonna fuck you up, dog. <laughs> Gotta get dirty deeds. <laughs> um, she can get dirty deeds. Yo, the dirty deeds. <laughs> we had a title change at SmackDown 1000. Yeah, that was weird. Well, I mean, the, it was obviously it was the bar defeating the New Day. The tagline that made me laugh on social media was it was SmackDown 1000 featured the thousandth heel turn for the Big Show. Right, and he what choke slammed Big uh, Kofi Kofi because Big E was the, like through the table of pancakes. Yeah, maybe they'll dead the pancakes now, which is a good thing in my opinion. But obviously, the Big Show coming back, so the Big Show is going to be the muscle for the bar, which is funny to say because those guys are huge. Is that what? what it well, is? I mean, well, I mean, the, the what other pi- reason did the Big Show have to? Well, that's what I'm. Well, I'm well, exactly. So is he like their like their third man? Because my thing is this: I'm like. Why do these two big giant guys need a giant? Because <laughs> it was funny because like Big Show is holding the belts while the bar is doing their their bar thing. So I'm assuming we're gonna get some six six man tag action with them three against the New Day. Is the are the tag belts scheduled to be defended at any point? Are they? I would on, think they, they on Crown Jewel. I would think every title's got to be on Crown Jewel because there's no women's matches. You like, gotta did fill, they, you did gotta they fill take the, the belts from them just to have get, New Day win it back at Crown Jewel? Give them back at Crown Jewel. That's interesting. Um, did you catch Ray Ray? Because and, it's not really as exciting when the belts don't change hands. Yeah. So it's like, oh, let's just finagle yeah. it. So I mean, we're, we're, we still want the New Day to be champs. They'll just win it back at. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, cause I don't think that card's fully set yet either. I'm assuming over the next... Shit, it sounds like they don't even have the location set. Well, we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that too. Um, another World Cup cha- qualifying match was the return of Rey Mysterio. Went against Shinsuke. It was okay. I knew. I, I knew Rey was gonna win. Oh sure yeah, everybody knew that. But yeah. I mean, like Shinsuke is the U.S. champ, which is who hasn't been on TV and hasn't been defending his title. And yeah, what's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, one of the best things from SmackDown 1000 was uh, it's always good seeing the boss, Vinnie Mac. It was even better when he came out and he did the Vinnie Mac strut to the ring. He looked good. He's always going to strut. He looked good, though. I mean, he's older, but he looked good. Came out. They were they had the R-Truth segment, which... Yeah, Shane came out. Steph, Steph came, came out, out. Got all of them. Shane got a big pop because he hasn't been back since he... Um, Shane's been out for a minute. Yes, ever since His hernia, pay-per-view right? that yeah. was. His hernia um, surgery. And then... Um, Dance break. And then the Becky Lynch edge. Oh, break. man. <laughs> Where she told him, you know, be careful going through the the, the ropes. You don't want like, to hurt your neck again. again. Yeah. Yo, they are... Becky is the champ. Yo, <laughs> they are giving her, like... She is killing the promo work. Her promo game 
is A1. And she is still over. Fan favorite. She's not. I, the crowd's not going to. They're not going to roll with her being the heel. It's not going to happen. No, she's. She act. We're, we actually saw it happen. She became. <laughs> right. She became Stone Cold. She really did. Like, she's like. She's speaking for the fans. Yeah, because she was. She was cutting ass down. So that was uh that was fun. She's 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 the face of all those people that's been beaten down and then when they get their shot. Like, yeah. Yeah, um again a little strange that they weren't able to get anything from the rock. You would have oh, thought you would, Undertaker. No, he closed the show, showed right? Showed up. And then he just said like rest in peace and that was it. Yeah, DX will rest in peace, something like that. And then he Which left. doesn't make any sense because DX is on got Raw. Paid hella. Like DX hella is on pay, Raw. Got paid hella paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was I mean, that was the gist of SmackDown one thousand. I was surprised they didn't have any of the like Kurt Angle wasn't didn't appear. Like they didn't have any of the like the SmackDown guys that were like that made SmackDown. I mean SmackDown one thousand was cool. I wasn't that excited to see Evolution there. Like you said, if they were That was exciting. To, I mean, like, they weren't SmackDown guys. So. You know what's not exciting? The shirt they have on sale right now. For them? It's not the one that Triple H was wearing. I wanted that one. Wait, uh, Evolution shirt? Yeah. Oh. It's like four skeleton guys that say Evolution, and, like, you can tell one's Flair, one's Randy, one's H, and one's Orton. It's just not a good look. So I watched this video yeah. on YouTube. I'm gonna give a shout out to um what culture? My dad, Simon Miller over there. So Your he dad? <laughs> yeah, Simon's everybody's dad. That's, his, my dad. that's his running gag. Yeah, no. Good. Uh, he might he might have birthed you. No. <laughs> so um he did a video on why Triple H is the most confusing WWE character of all times. And this just adds to it. So on Raw, he's DX Triple H. And then he came on SmackDown and he was Evolution Triple H. Evolution Triple H. And he's got both shirts for sale on WWE Network. And then he's also um, NXT Triple H. And he is NXT Triple and H. And then he's also Vince's step. Like he's like corporate Triple yeah, H. he's corporate Triple H also. He has like four personas. How does he manage? <laughs> he's, he's Mick Foley. That's really funny when you think about that because he really does. Because that made no... He, he really did come out as Evolution. After H, the yeah, and then he does have the corporate. He's the game, he, the game, the king of kings, the cerebral assassin. And when he got hurt, he still shows up on NXT and does his NXT Triple H stuff. So he doesn't even like, he doesn't even kayfabe the man, the injuries. That's it's just like that's a whole no. That Triple H is injured, not me. That's <laughs> that's funny. I never thought about that. I might go watch that video because that sounds interesting. That's that's pretty funny. I never really thought about that. He, that's confusing now that you put that all in perspective. It, I just thought about it when you said that they have an Evolution shirt. I'm like, wow, because they just put a new it's, DX shirt out. And I don't like the DX shirt either. Like it's, With the skull hand? Yeah. I like it as DX. I saw, I, I, just give me the classic DX with the X degeneration. That's all I need. Um, yeah, so overall, I mean, the show was cool. I thought it could have been bigger or better, but, I mean, what do I know? Right. I wasn't the one booking oh, it. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like if they if they would have had the rock, that's all they would have needed. I mean, I, I'm on top of what they did. If they would have had the rock, that's even if I mean. the rock 
Well, you know what, though? They were probably like, we don't want to do a video thing with The Rock because people tend to get The Rock hitches heat for just doing fucking videos and not actually appearing. So there's that. But yeah. Yeah. They had him at WrestleMania just show up with the blowtorch and like light the WrestleMania like sign on fire and that was all he did. Like he could have just came. That is all he, he did. Could've, he could have just came and opened the show. Like imagine SmackDown starting off with "If You Smell" and just like The Rock coming out. Yeah, just doing a rock promo. There was somebody online that was disappointed they didn't bring back the old SmackDown stage with the fist. Yeah, I think that would have been cool. People just for no- just for just for was. nostalgia. There's a lot of things they could have done. I saw a video where somebody cut together. Most of the older like intro songs for SmackDown the, over the years. Yeah, with the new people. No, no, no. This is actually the actual okay. songs. There was some fire intro for SmackDown. So was, that set is probably in the in the WWE um, yeah. warehouse or something like that. Just collecting dust. <laughs> so I heard, speaking of with the backlink. Speaking of the <laughs> wow. Speaking of WWE music, we all know Jim Johnson is the one who's behind most of. If not all, what'd you, the hell did you just do? <laughs> Most of, if not all, like the major music for WWE for a significant period of time. Yeah. So I was listening to Freddie. Shout out to the CFOs. Yeah, I was listening to uh, a Freddie Fox interview because Freddie Fox did music with John Cena. Yeah, you were, ta- you yeah. were talking about this in the text. So Freddie Fox was talking how um, basically what he was saying is. That like Jim Johnson is a bona fide racist. Like he he was saying how Jim Johnson like pulled him aside and was like, white kids aren't gonna wait, this music ain't for white kids. White kids aren't gonna run to this music. White kids don't want to hear this. And just the way he was mad condescending and the way he was talking to Freddie, he was like, if you guys could see me shrugging my shoulders about the stuff that he's saying, it's like you're not surprised, right? I'm not surprised about any of this. You know what's wild? And, a, you know there's what? So many races that come through the door. This ain't even wild though. He he said he didn't go to corporate a lot, but when he did go to corporate, the one thing he noticed was a serious lack of minorities working in corporate. In corporate. Yeah, they're always the talent, and that's not surprising. That's either. not surprising <laughs> either. Um. But yeah, he was saying him and John were really good friends. He, he actually said that John Cena was like, they were trying to lessen what John was doing with Freddie Fox. And John was like, nah, fuck y'all. John Cena needs to cut his fucking hair. He does need to cut his hair. He's and get, looking like JBL. And get, dog. You talk, oh, man. And, the, and that stupid punch he came back with? No, dog. No. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he needs to cut his hair. He does need a haircut. It probably was for a movie role or something. Go back to the buzz cut. He needs to cut that shit. Go back to the spikes. But um, shout out um, Cody Rhodes, American Nightmare. He's in um, he's playing on Arrow. I saw I saw photos of him on the new um, yeah season of Arrow. I know him and um, what's Arrow's name? I don't know the guy. Stephen Amell. Yeah, they're buddies yeah. outside of yeah shit. That's how Stephen Amell was wrestling at All In, you know. So speaking of uh, some New Japan stuff or some other wrestling, I wish Neil was here for this. There's been a lot of reports recently that a lot of the talent up in New Japan is very unhappy with the company right now. Why? I'm assuming it has to do with booking, money, oh, okay. the typical things wrestlers are upset about. But there's a lot of major names are reportedly. Very, very upset. So, um, curious to see how this further develops and see who potentially could jump ship to see what might happen. 
So there's a lot of there's a lot of guys I would like to see from from the from that company make the transition over. We'll we'll be following that story next week. Hopefully we'll have Neo X here. He's so a little you, under the weather right so now, you can, so you can drop that info up on us in the New Japan corner yeah. about what's going on. Absolutely. Other than that, I think there was um, uh, NXT UK takeover. I yep. didn't watch it. I didn't watch it yet either. So um, I don't, don't want to. But I, you know what? Go back and watch. The main event from NXT from last week, the triple threat for the North American title with Ricochet and Adam, Adam Cole. Cole and Pete Dunne. Okay, dog, that was a phenomenal match. And then when you're listening to this podcast tomorrow or the day after, you would have seen the NXT UK takeover. Yeah, so I gotta watch that. Matt Maniacs, hit us up and let us know what you think of that. Um, and anything else? Snack of the week. I'm trying to think what my snack of the week is. I'm just going to say Margot Robbie because we were talking about her earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any particular role? I mean, she was hot as Harley Quinn. She was hot in, was was it Focus with Will Smith? Yeah. She looked great in that movie. I mean, she just looks great. She looks great. <laughs> so, yeah. Margot Robbie, what up? There you go. All right. Well, this is T. Call. The Rock village. knowledge. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Teak underscore Hall. Rock, where can they catch you at? Twitter, R-O-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E. Want to give a big shout out to Justice for coming through with the exclusive interview, telling the story behind the billboard. Yes, sir. Also breaking down the Arizona. The true story. Man, Arizona Hip Hop Festival, which is taking place downtown Phoenix the 11th and 10th of November. Two days. They're shutting, shutting down. down the. They're shutting down blocks downtown. So, shout out to Justice, CTL. support. TAF, you know. We'll be back next week. Rand's on tour shout still. To, I was just about to shout him out. Shout yeah. out to Rand on the on the Mount Nerdcore tour with MC Front a lot. Yeah. Shape for the Dark Lord, MC Lars. They out here killing it. I was able to do Tucson and um, Phoenix when they were here. Dope. Shout out to Neo X who's under the weather. Yeah, man. Get some uh get well soon. We'll see you next week. Get some Pasole in you, bro. And um Always shout out to Digi Labs every day. Our, our home away from home, where we host this podcast. Yep. Um, you can get you can contact them at info at digilabs.com, I yeah. believe it is, or that might be their email. One or the other. We give this info out every week. Every week. Um, they are on 24th Street and um, like Oak ish. Yeah. Man, so use yeah. your Google. <laughs> use your <laughs> Google. To, I don't use your Googles. I don't have the paper in front of me that has the info. Yeah, <laughs> but Digi yeah. Labs. Next this week, is where everybody comes through and does their podcast. We were just talking about podcasts earlier when we got off air with just, Justice. Yeah, and man, there's so many podcasts in Arizona that I didn't know about, and so many of them that actually records here. So yeah, if you are a up and coming podcast or slash radio show, and you're looking for a home away from home to call your own look into digilabs recording audio that's right we'll be back next week talking more some more wrestling i'm sure the uh when is ev- crown jewel is crown jewel no- crown jewel is november 2nd evolution's the 28th of october so we'll be talking about evolution first okay um that card's not fully set either i don't think um we didn't get to talk about the controversy behind crown jewel we'll save that for next week we're running a little long right now um but yeah we we'll back next week. More wrestling, more pop culture, more, more movies, more hip-hop. More T-Call, more rock knowledge. Rock knowledge? <laughs> rock knowledge. Neo X should be back. Rand doing his thing on tour. Matt Maniacs, let us know how you, how you felt about the episode on the Twitter devices or on Instagram. And as always, 
Keep your shoulders off the mat. We out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.